Hello and welcome to episode 145 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And my name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about Vice. How's everyone doing today? Good lads, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A few technical difficulties there with my brew. But, um, yeah, all good. All good in the bunker. Still good. Yeah. keeping my sanity, just about. Yeah. Good stuff. Just about. I'm getting yeah. pretty bored though now, I must say. Oh, I am. Yeah. I'm getting to a point. Yeah. Well, I have to say, Jack, I'm still not seeing many films popping up in your letterbox. Oh, yeah. These, maybe you should start watching some films, Jack. Come yeah, on. if you're <laughs> that bored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I will. Look. I downloaded um, Apocalypse Now, Woody. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Is it the... What version is it? It's the it's the director's cut. And it's, okay, um, yeah, I was going to say, that's the, the best one to watch. Um, yeah. Um, that's interesting. It's a long one, mate. It's yeah, I know. Three, I, three hours. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm sort of gearing up to it, but it's one of them that's been on my watch list. Joe's not happy about that. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, yeah. one of those, it's one of them three hours where it, it goes really quickly. It goes yeah. fast. It's just a, it's a really engaging film. So. Yeah. and, and I mean, you, you I'm always... really interested to hear what you think about it. Yeah, well, you're, you've sung its praises many a time, and mm. Um, mm. it's got a very high rating on Letterboxd, and it's very well regarded, isn't it? So, yeah, um, I, I wanted to tick it off. So that'll be probably my next film that I view. Cool. But um, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, listeners, listeners aren't able to witness what we're witnessing. But we've got Pepsi wearing a cap because his hair's extremely long, um, <laughs> and Mr. Woodsford is sporting a what's the what's the official term for that? Is it a tech? Trucker? Is it a trucker? Handlebars. Handlebars. Yeah. Yeah. What, we are now a month in or something? Yeah, I think I'm starting to start to lose a bit. <laughs> starting to crack. Starting <laughs> <laughs> to crack. But the, the, problem is, the problem is, I'd, I was trying to grow everything hair-wise uh, <laughs> while I was, while I was uh, <laughs> in everything. lockdown. But what, what I should have done was get a haircut before the lockdown, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't think that far because my hair's really thick. I've had these. Yeah, Pep's just nodding vigorously there. That's next, yeah. I'm going to have to do Pep next week. I'll either start wearing a cap or just fucking get rid. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the beard was really, really thick. And as the weather's getting nicer, and it's, yeah. really, hot, it's really hot down here today, um, it's just one of them where I, was like, I can't do this anymore because it's, it's just, I'm sweating. My face is sweating, so I need to, need to get it sorted. So, get yeah, I got rid of most of it, but kept kept the sides, kept the handlebars. <laughs> um, don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know how long it's going to be for, but um, just a bit of fun while we're on lockdown, lads, isn't it? You yeah, know? why not? Yeah. I think Might as well, well like, experiment. experiment. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I don't think it looks too bad. And, and actually, you're right. When it's hot, the last thing you want is a massive beard. Yeah, it, it was it was too much, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Richie. <laughs> uh, the last thing. You Richie, know, Richie knows what I'm talking about. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll have a little bit of a shave for next week. Yeah. <laughs> right then. Yeah. Um, well, uh, unless there's anyone anyone has any other catching up anecdotes, uh, I guess we'll just move on to start our review. For this episode. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Cool. Alrighty, partner. Alrighty, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, this week uh, we are talking about Adam McKay's Vice. Here's a clip. Two times. Two times! 
I have to drag you out of that jail like a filthy hobo. I'm sorry, Lynn. What? What did you just say? I'm sorry, Lenny. You're sorry? Don't call me Lenny. You're sorry. One time is I'm sorry. Two times makes me think that I've picked the wrong man. You already got your ass thrown out of Yale for drinking and fighting. And now you're just gonna be a lush that hangs power lines for the state? Are you gonna live in a trailer? We're gonna have 10 kids? Is that the plan? Discuss this later, please. No, we're gonna discuss this right now while you smell like vomit and cheap booze. Does Dick want some coffee? What? Mom, get out! Get out! Does Dick want some coffee? Jesus Christ! Okay, here's my plan. Right? Either you stand up straight and you get your back straight and you have the courage to become someone or I'm gone. I know a dozen guys and a few professors at school who would date me. I love you, Lynn. Then prove it! Prove it! Vice is directed by Adam McKay and it stars Christian Bale, Amy Adams, Steve Carell and Sam Rockwell. The synopsis is, George W. Bush picks Dick Cheney, the CEO of Halliburton Co., to be his Republican running mate in the 2000 presidential election. No stranger to politics, Cheney's impressive resume includes stints as White House Chief of Staff, House Minority Whip, and Defense Secretary. When Bush wins by a narrow margin, Cheney begins to use his newfound power to help reshape the country and the world. Now, I don't, I've moved over to Letterboxd for these uh, intro bits. Hey, finally. That was, that was quite a long... Uh, synopsis though is that is that usually the case or is that um yeah no they're not always that long but i have found that a fair few of them do go on a little bit but no i think usually they're quite short and to the point okay um anyway what did you three think of vice well why doesn't what do you kick off because he's been pushing for this okay yeah he's talked about it before i've been pushing for this yeah, I mentioned I might mention it a few times. Definitely when we did our, our top fives uh, for 2019, um, and it was one that came out quite early on in 2019, and um, it's actually it's like just a flash showing at the Odeon. It's only on for one week. Um, I re- I've wanted to see it for a long time um, because I remember sort of watching the trailer towards the end of 2018, thinking, "Christ, that looks good," and um, we're all fans of Adam McKay. We're all fans of The Big Short. Um, yeah, and I, was, I was really happy to see it. And when I did go and see it for the first time, it, it kind of blew me away, actually. I, I didn't really know what to expect. And it was just so much fun. I, I'd, I'd say that it's probably the most fun I had in the cinema last year. Um, and then, obviously, we were talking, you know, in our group chat, and we were thinking about future episodes and ideas and stuff, and scrolling through Amazon Prime, and, and it was there, right on home screen. I thought, well, I want to rewatch it anyway. You boys, none of you boys have seen it before. No. I thought, right. Okay. No. Let, let's let's give it a go. It sounds like a good time to do it, and it really didn't disappoint on a second watch. I still found it hilarious. Um, I think the, the the subject matter was so complex and really challenging. But again, and in in a different way to the big show, but in, in a similar way as well that he, he he's taken the information, Adam McKay, and um, dilutes it down enough for you to understand as a viewer. Because it is fast-paced and it is confusing, 
Um, but I mean, that's, you know, that's the world of politics as well, isn't it? And um, he addresses that in the big short as, as well as he does in Vice. But there's some, there's some really funny bits in there, but if, you, if you're not on board with it, you, you'll just think, what the hell? Um, such as like the Shakespeare monologue, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Now, obviously, second time coming, I, second time around, I know that's coming, and I, I still found it hilarious, and I'm still laughing quite consistently, uh, not just at that mo- moment, but throughout the whole thing. And yeah, I, I really, really like this film. I, I still think it holds up. Um, and for something that's just over two hours, again, didn't feel the length whatsoever. Um, and it, it, it really, really impressed me. I just thought it was so different, um, especially when, well, we've had this discussion before about true story things, and they, they used to be not as often as they produced now. Um, and some things that are getting made that are based on true stories just should not be happening. But this is one where he, he's taken his comedic aspects from his previous films and he's He's brought it together in a presentable way, but he's also tackled something that is serious. And like, Bale's performance was was outstanding, and the guy was horrible, horrible man. Um, and I think he, I think he did amazing in it all. So, yeah, I, I really want to hear what you guys think because I think it is a Marmite film. I think you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. I don't think there's any in between with this one because it's just so out there and it's just so different. So. Yeah, what what do you think, boys? Because um, I've, I've talked it a good game. I've talked it up enough on this on this show. Um, well, I'll jump in there because to sort of step on your point there about it's a Marmite film. I kind of am a bit in the in the middle. But I'll actually jump in here as well and say that yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's because um, yeah, it is interesting, and I can completely I see what <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I can I can completely understand why you would say that would, um, because you know of the way Adam McKay has presented it, um, and I and I've actually you know I saw it a couple of days ago and I've read a few reviews at the time that were written and you know it is very divisive from what I can tell. Mm. Um, many critics love it, but an equal amount I would say possibly possibly even more actually really don't like it. Um, but I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more somewhere in between. I think I liked it more than I didn't like it, but there were definitely things, and it's probably more to do with your point about it's a heavy subject matter. There's a lot going on, um, some of it quite complex. And to me, there were parts that I, I struggled a little bit to follow. And I would disagree, I think, with your statement where you didn't feel the length at all. I thought it did drag a little bit for me. Um, but having said that, I think the best aspects uh, was the dark humour. I thought I thought they were actually quite hilarious. But it, it struck that balance, which is obviously what he was going for, where, yes, I'm laughing out loud, but as I'm laughing, I'm literally like thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm laughing at this. And this really, you know, what's what he's doing and this, manip- mm. this extremely manipulative man, um, but is evil in many ways and 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 the repercussions of of his decisions and what he did um yeah downright evil a lot of them but i was laughing and i thought the way it presented it was very funny you've mentioned the shakespeare little 
sequence where they're in bed. That that did work for me. I laughed. I laughed out loud. And but I think for me the best one was in the restaurant when the four of them are sat around the table. Oh, that's brilliant! And, that. and the waiter. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, yeah. Tonight we can offer you, and he just lists off like torture and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and at the end. That was the best one, actually. At the end, Dick Cheney just goes, "Yeah, we'll take it all. Thank you very much." <laughs> um, but, I mean, my knowledge of the subject is very, very minimal. I mean, um, what I know about sort of American politics and especially this period that it's dealing with, um, I, I wouldn't be able to fill the back of a postage stamp with it, to be quite honest. Um, so, so I came away having learned, learned quite a lot, I would say. But as I mentioned, some of it went over my head and following it was a slight issue at some points. But generally, I thought it was well written uh, and well acted. Um, you've mentioned Christian Bale, but I would also highlight Steve Carell. I thought was was great. Um, was great. It was great. Yeah. And we'll doesn't look, it doesn't one. look good. Old, it doesn't look good old, though, does he? No, he doesn't yeah. look good old. But I thought <laughs> his performance was well really good. Him. No, it doesn't. But um, no, I thought he was great. And we'll get onto this more, I suppose, in, in the spoiler section. But the narrator. Jesse Clemens. Um, I was unsure initially, um, and it reminded me of the big short in many ways, because obviously same director, but a lot of the, the style and how we and how he tries to explain complicated um, parts of the law or stuff like that. Um, there, there was that there was many moments in Big Short where like, was it Margot Robbie? Was sat in a yeah, bathtub. You, you just wanted to see Margot Robbie in a bath again, Jack, didn't you? Yeah, I think that might have been partly it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was initially unsure about the whole narration thing, but where it leads, I thought was really clever, um, and it and it paid off for me. But just to sum up, I am slightly in the middle. There were things that didn't quite work, and I I'm not going to praise it as highly as you are. Um, but mm. but I've come away. I've learnt. A lot, actually, and I think on a rewatch, it may go up. So we'll see. But yeah, yeah that's my thoughts. Okay, uh, Joe, do you want to hit us with yours next? Yeah, I'll jump in there. Okay. Um, I, I'm in complete agreement with Henry. I thought it was. Yes, thank you, Pep. I thought it was a. <laughs> a I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great film. Um, you know, I did look at the time length, the running length, and I did think, oh, hang on a minute, but. It from start to finish it just flew by for me it really did um, I'm interested in politics I didn't really know much about him to be honest um, all that sort of era of American politics um, so you do learn a lot um, and just his the, the, the comparison between him and his wife to Macbeth and Lady Macbeth hence the monologue um, I thought was a, I thought thought it was amazing um, I really like Jack I really like the narration I did not see what happened happen. Um, and just from start to finish, I was just hooked. Um, top performances from all actors. Yeah, great film. Absolutely great film. I can see why you gave it such a high rating, Henry, and why it was in your mm. top five. And then I came came back. I think I read your review when you did it. And then I, when, when I watched it, I went back and read your review. And you're right, you have to be... I, I watched it with my parents on Friday night. And you have to be 
100% committed to it, don't you? Because, yeah, I mean, definitely. at some points, I mean, my mum was like, what's going, what? what's going on here? I mean, it jumps, <laughs> doesn't it? it? It jumps around, it flips yeah, around. Yeah. Um, and then when the credits came down halfway through, like 50 minutes in, <laughs> yeah. my mum was like, is that it? I went, no, it won't, it won't be. We went on the time, I said, no, there's still half the film left yet. Um, but you have to be committed to it. You have to, you know, you have to be on, on board with it. But no, I loved oh. it. I thought it was a great film. Those little, those little bits of texts that come up just before the credits, like about 45 yeah, was, minutes yeah. in, they were, yeah. pretty, they were pretty hilarious. <laughs> no, I thought, I thought it was really, it was a great film. Absolutely great film. So yeah, Richie. Mm. Okay, well, uh, I've, oh, baby. <laughs> nah, I've not been looking forward to uh, having to come up against my colleagues here um, because uh, uh, this one yeah I don't think this one's really for me uh, to be honest okay. um, yeah I, I didn't I definitely I didn't hate it similar to as Jack was saying to step on Woody's point uh, I didn't hate it but I also didn't love it um, and I think maybe I still liked it a bit less than Jack um, for me, I'd, I don't know if I really am a big fan of Adam McKay's style in these uh, mm. more recent films that he's that he's been doing. Um, but you I did like I, The Big Short, didn't you? I think I liked The Big Short, yeah, but I, I there was still definitely something about mm. it that didn't really uh, that I, I didn't that didn't really work for me uh, in a similar way. And actually, even the other guys, which I remember finding very funny, that's him, his oh, yeah. as well. I don't yeah, know, it's him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah which I, yeah. I remember finding very funny. Even that kind of spins off into kind of similar areas later on in the film. Um, but yeah, f- for all this, all these kind of different jumping around things uh, that you guys kind of really liked about it, I, I didn't really like. Um, I felt like it was really all over the place, and yeah, it's just just the just not a style I can really get on board with, I don't think. Um, to me, for me, the, the editing just felt like, well, it felt like the editors were on cocaine <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess when that whole aspect of it uh, doesn't work for you, then I, I don't really know if there's a lot more to the film that, that can really work for you, because apart from that, it's really just this story, isn't it? Um, which is a true story. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought all the performances were were, were fine. Were, were good, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, not much for me to 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 grasp onto because I I didn't really care for that whole Shakespearean thing and uh, and the restaurant thing. It just uh, yeah, it was really felt felt all over the place to me and didn't didn't uh, didn't enjoy, which is. Uh, daunting for me to have to say now mm. <laughs> um, but it's it's fair enough because it? it is it's a lot to sort of wrap your head around i think and and there were some things like i think i think the thing for me was it, a lot of it just felt really self-indulgent and to be honest it felt kind of smug uh from him in a lot of ways um which mm. i also which i i also feel from his other more recent films, like I was just saying. Oh, there's, there's definitely, yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. He is, um, 
yeah, a self-indulgent filmmaker. Was, I mean, yeah, that's just that's cl- it's clear, especially from the last two ones where he's he's transitioned away from the you, you comedies into the the more serious stuff, but yeah. keeping his comedic traits and things like that. Um, I do think that he definitely feels that he he probably thinks that he's a, an important filmmaker, and you mm. know he's telling these stories. It's um, a bit chocolado. Yeah, it probably is a bit chocolado, but um, I think the, the problem with this one is that I think Dick Cheney was such a secretive character. Yeah. As we said, it's based on a true story, but um, it's not necessarily true events we're going to depict over the next two, two hours because we, there's not really that much stuff out there yeah, about yeah. him that yeah. we don't know. So, so a lot of it's that we're going to have to go off people that we've spoken to in interviews that we've done and, and things like that, um, which which can make it a bit more different. But um yeah, I, I I think you're right, Richie, and I think that um, I'm not surprised that if, if you're not in, on board with it, you're not going to like the scene yeah. where the Shakespeare thing like that. You're just going to think, what the hell is going on? Yeah, which I I, I do understand that because um, it, it it's not for everyone, is it? That style. Um, no. Jack, I think Jack said no. earlier because um, I remember obviously when I went to go and see it, and then I went on Letterbox after, got in, and I was I, I obviously loved it, and I thought that was amazing, and Going through letterbox and this is proper hate coming towards him. People really slagging really? him off. Um, and I think, like, I think for America, a lot of the Americans hated this film, especially the critics. Um, right. From what I read around the time, uh, stuff on IndieWire and, and stuff like that, they were absolutely caning him. Um, and the and what he did in terms of how and how he told the story. I do think so, it's hard to. I do think it's hard to watch it and not. And not just feel like it. Feel like you can hear Adam McKay just telling everyone how clever he is. So I guess I can see that rubbing people the wrong. It rubs me the wrong way a little bit. So I can see it rubbing people the wrong way. Um. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That I guess that doesn't really surprise me. I didn't. I didn't realize there was so much kind of hate for the for the film. Really, maybe it's because I think perhaps I said before. Like, um. We don't really know much about him and the story and how, yeah, how he had and stuff. That, so if, was, if we're not as Brits, maybe it's just our arrogance and we're just not <laughs> clued up. In, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. We're, we're not clued <laughs> up on uh, American politics from around the time. Because we, obviously we all remember 9-11, but we, we were pretty young, weren't we? Mm. Like yeah, well, I actually don't remember, to be honest. I, I, oh, I, do you not? No, I don't, I don't actually remember the, the moment that that it happened or when I found out about yeah. it or anything. No, I remember it being in primary school and yeah. Mm, yeah. I've, been, like I've been told by my mum like at <laughs> the moment that because <laughs> yeah. I think she was picking up, picking me up from school or something. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. But uh, I don't actually remember it myself because obviously mm. we, we were pretty young. Um, mm. But yeah, that was something I was going to say as well. Um, but I, I don't know if it's just and a crutch or something, maybe not a crutch, but um, but I I definitely feel like I had very limited knowledge of the subject as well, um, and and I, and I didn't I didn't feel like I didn't I really didn't feel like the film kind of changed that much about uh, that much for me in terms of that. I still don't feel like I have a lot of knowledge on it. I, I have more knowledge definitely. But uh, I, I think a, a lot of it was it, it's, it was it was hard to follow at times, definitely, especially with the jumping around um, mm. things. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, so, so I don't know if that's really like, because I, I assume probably lots of people in America or just anyone that is that was more clued up at that time would uh, would know more about it and therefore would kind of be able to appreciate more maybe. I don't know, but um, yeah, that's kind of all mm. I have to say on that. Um, and yeah, and actually something that um, I watched it with Fliss and uh, she brought up a point about the end captions and stuff at the end, although she actually liked the film more than I did. Um, but it, you know how, how, as with most true story films, it comes up with captions of yeah. like wrapping up the, the story. Mm. Um, and I, I usually don't have a problem with that. I, I like those things usually, but um, she brought up the point and I agree with it actually in that in this film and in another film we watched recently called Greed with Steve Coogan, um, those captions were kind, of, were kind of just more used just to drive its entire point. Yeah. Um, which felt kind of unnecessary um, because, it, it, um, you know, what, if you... It just was like, this is um, how many people yeah, died how many as a result died. of the Iraq war and stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just like, it's just like taking another section, uh, second to just force this down your throat. And um, as she kind of pointed yeah. out, it was that uh, if the film hasn't got its point to you by now, then, you know, the, there's no point in the, the caption, or the, the captions aren't really... It's not very good to end it that way, basically. And I think I yeah, know. I don't think it really needed it. Um, and I mean, whilst I didn't think that was great, I, I didn't hate it as much as the post-credit scene. I thought that was awful, you know, in the focus group room thing. Oh wait, what was that? What was the post-credit did not, scene? Did, did you not? Um, if you wait till you know, um, yeah. So the credits start rolling, but it's not like proper credits. It's like one one actor's name on each on each like title thing. Oh, I and must then have seen and, it then. Yeah, I'm... you know that folk, you know the focus group that mm. they that they ran where they were talking to normal people saying, Oh Would shit, yeah. If, yeah. If, if Al Qaeda was a country and stuff. Yeah. I, I do have yeah. a problem I do have a problem with stuff like that. Yeah. And then those two and then they brought it into like the present day with that with that guy talking about Trump and then they started having a fight and then that stupid yeah. girl was like I can't wait for Fast and Furious or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, it was it was only like a thirty second thing, but I just thought it wasn't a great final thing to end on because I don't know it was it just just unnecessary really, and didn't I didn't find it funny. It was more just it was more sort of just a bit annoying really. Um, I don't know, but. Yeah, if you didn't see it, then. Mm. But I think I think I started to enjoy the film a bit more from the second uh, from the second half, though. But I don't know if that's just down to you know the fact that that's when that's when they flew the yeah, but, both tower. So <laughs> yeah, mm. that was when that it was, was sort of when, that was when things new, new. that was when things kicked off. I was definitely more bored yeah. from the the stuff before that. His lead up. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. I thought it was, an, interest, I thought it was an interesting, just, just his life in general with just how he came from. And I know it's, I know it's not. Sort yeah, of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't deny film. that. I wouldn't deny that. No, no, that you know, and that's not going to. His life story isn't going to make the 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 score in the end go higher or lower, is it? But I just thought in general, his 
how he just turned, you know, he just, just yeah. moved up the ranks. And he, he was he was the intern of um, Steve Carell's character. And mm. then in the end, yeah. he was the one. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Bossing, yeah. bossing Steve Carell, Carell around. Um, and he mm. just had a just a massive, massive agenda, but his wife, flipping out. Yeah. Gosh, she was there every, yeah, every step of the way, wasn't she going, come on, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, she was an interesting character, actually. Hey, get back in the um, kitchen, Christ. She <laughs> <laughs> was interesting, but I'm glad they sort of, because he did have a number of roles, didn't he? Um, in the earlier years, like uh, Chief of Staff and what was it? Uh, what was the other one? He had, he had two main roles. Um, yeah, Secretary of Defence was he or something? Yeah. And they sort of, as Richie's talked about, they did flash back and forward quite a lot. Um, but I thought it was, I was glad they flashed through those years. Because one of them, one of them, I think it might have been Defence Secretary, it was like 10 years or something that he served. And I'm glad they just sort of uh, touched on it and sort of, you know, they did look at that part of his political career, but very quickly moved on to what the film is more bothered about talking about. Because, yeah. I mean, I mentioned in my summary, I did think it was a little bit, it did drag for me a little bit. And I, I, I'm glad they flashed through, because if they'd gone into more detail about those roles and what happened in those years, then it would have become really dry, I think. So I'm glad they did yeah. speed, speed through that. Um, but I thought it was quite clever in a lot of how it presented it. Um, you know, it used, it used quite a few metaphors and, you know, like as he sat there explaining to someone in a meeting, say, um, the editing is sort of flat, is sort of cutting to literal, like physical demonstrations of like his, his manipulative. So like it would be, it would be yeah. a fish being caught oh, on a yeah. fishing rod. Um, yeah. You know, I think, I think, I think that was the one where he was sat opposite George, George Bush and he was like, I'll be your vice president as long as, I'm I'm in charge of foreign foreign whatever. <laughs> <Come> on, <yeah. laughs> essentially, lists off every role that should really be the president. Uh, and and George Bush is like, yeah, we've got a deal. And then it shows the fish being caught. Um, and just little things like that. I mean, I know it's not the most subtle thing in the world, but for me, I, I was okay with it. Um, mm. But maybe maybe those types of storytelling techniques, Richie, weren't weren't really working for you? No, I, I, I think it was just how much of the stuff like that that there was, maybe. Yeah. Um, and just kind of all at once, and it was very um, jarring for me, some of that stuff. Uh, mm. You know, I don't think I minded that one in particular, though. I liked the... Uh, the story with I like how it presented the story with his daughter. I'll, I'll say that definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. All all that stuff that 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 progressed pretty well, and um, that was yeah. that one grabbed me definitely. Yeah, and that was. I mean, that's shocking, isn't it? That's all. I mean, I imagine that's true. Um, mm. That in order to in order to support the career of his other daughter, I think Liz, she was called. Um, yeah, Liz. He he essentially, you know, betrayed the other daughter by 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 telling her, yeah, go on, tell everyone that you don't support it, um, in order yeah, to make sure you. 
He did the, the first though. He's no Amy Adams was pushing that, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't yeah. wanted to do it. Yeah, and that's what was interesting, and I think that's why. That's got to be one of the things that's got a bit of, that's got a bit of creative license to it, though. Surely. What? How it started out with him being supportive, and then. No, no, no. I mean the the fact that. Well, maybe, but I mean the fact that uh, that he directly told Liz to do that. Or, oh yeah, or, maybe. You know. Mm. Well, he sort of gave her a nod, wasn't the way that the way it was presented in the film. Um, yeah, yeah Liz, he nodded, played, didn't he? Liz Liz played that sort of telephone thing that would been sent to every house in the state, saying that Liz supports gay marriage, um, and then she was like, "Oh, this is it. This is my campaign over." Mm. And then he, and then she sort of looks to Dick Cheney as a, as a sort of, can you please allow me to say that actually no, I don't support. It. And he oh, just please, sort of sits please, please, yeah, please, Dad, please. And he just he doesn't actually say it, but he just sort of gives her a little fatherly nod. Um, yeah. And then we straight away see like the other sister breaking down on the phone to to uh, her mum. So it was it was one of the more interesting. Uh, storylines um well yeah so i i did unlike richie i i did really enjoy the whole tone of the whole film throughout to be honest um and i think that scene you were you were talking about then with george w and uh and dick having some brisket oh, yeah. not, not only was it brilliant it was hilarious and it, it obviously showed how much for an idiot george w was um because dick cheney just he's, he's basically I think it was Pepster made the point, but he basically just talked himself into all the jobs that the uh, that the president should be doing, um, and just has basically complete autonomy over him. Um, but Sam Rockwell as George W. Bush, um, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, quite, I thought he was quite really unrecognizable good. in terms of yeah. the films that I've seen him in. Every time I've seen him in a film, he's yeah, that is true. One performance to the next. Yeah. Um, it was in three billboards and Jojo Rabbit and, and now basically that is true I, I, he's starting to become one of my favourite actors oh yeah <laughs> Jojo Rabbit was an interesting one because he wasn't um, you know a, a massive character in that but when he was in it he really mm. stole the scenes didn't he oh yeah yeah, yeah. He, he's a scene stealer he's a scene stealer mm-hmm. and he was he was uncanny as George W. Bush yeah. <laughs> the, voice, <laughs> the voice was perfect and the look it's ridiculous. It's, it can't it's a, a spitting image. He he was brilliant, but it can't. Do you think they've done him a bit of a disservice, George Bush? You know, because the way the way the way that Dick Cheney walks all over him so easily to, in order to get the power he wants. Do you think it was that easy? I don't know, but it just seemed to me like it was. It wouldn't surprise me. He's a well, clown, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but it seemed extremely easy. Um, mm. But maybe that's yeah. just how manipulative uh, Dick Cheney was. I don't know, but I think it, I think it just showed and um, an, another brilliant scene for me, uh, and one that again I laughed out loud at, uh, on both viewings was when um, Jesse Plemons is narrating and he's he's talking about I can't remember exactly what it what it was, but he was saying the way that Dick Cheney could manipulate people, he could get them to talk, even like the most barbaric idea, and he can make it sound legitimate. Mm. And he's in the the Oval Office oh, he's yeah. talking about <laughs> swinging the dicks around on the White House oh, yeah. and, <laughs> and he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, this sounds like a great idea." <laughs> there he goes. He goes. He goes. Shut up. Let, let the man finish. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I, I think that yeah. that then comes round again in the scene with with George W. when they're eating brisket because it just shows how he can just talk to someone. Doesn't raise his voice. Doesn't mm. like that. Um, but quite intimidating and someone that you. If he's, he he can if he says it's Tuesday when it's Sunday it's bloody Tuesday because <laughs> he can just talk, he can make you believe it can't he he, he was yeah. really good he's a proper wordsmith but um, intimidating as well at the same time and um, I mean I, I not only was was Sam Rockwell brilliant but Bale as well I mean Christ oh. Almighty I mean he, he's one of the best working he's yeah gonna go down as one of the best whenever he, whenever he gives it up whenever that is, hope it's not soon because um not only like the physical transformation but yeah, he put on a bit of weight, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think well, it was I, like I, forty I did... pounds or something. Yeah, so... but I, I did read that um he said that's the last time he's gonna do that that yeah. Because um well I think obviously it, now he doesn't need in... to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well yeah. Because but... it's crazy. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is a problem he's having now because um you know when we did Darkest Hour and obviously Gary Oldman um, basically just put on a fat suit, really, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He didn't. Um, so I think now that it's changed quite a lot in the last few years, um, and it's easier for the, the actors now just to do something like that, stick it on. Um, yeah. But I was reading, because I'm, I'm a massive fan of Christine Bale, and I was reading uh, an interview not long after I saw it. He said, because I think now he's in his early 40s or... I think yeah, I think he's in early forties and he's got kids now and stuff like that. And he says that the strain that it takes on his not only his body but obviously on his mind as well when he's got kids, he just doesn't want to be doing it anymore. Yeah. And I think for for Vice, yeah, he basically just had takeaways every day and put on a load of timber and drank and on all that sort of stuff. So that's pretty good. Yeah, it sounds alright to me as well. That's what I'm doing now in isolation. To be honest, <laughs> was he in lockdown? But, yeah, yeah, he's in lockdown. Uh, but yeah, I don't think he wants to be doing it anymore. So. I think it's probably more effective if you're doing it for losing weight rather than gaining weight. Well, uh, have you seen The Machinist? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking. I think it was really effective in that. But mm. with this, this is something that they kind of have the effects to do. I'm not sure if they have the, the, the ability to do it the same way for losing yeah. weight. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it, so I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's something that, that is, um, it, it's certainly impressive and, and I, I find it very interesting anytime it does happen. Um, I think maybe it's a, it's better. It would be better to, to, to pick and choose what films to do it for rather than to do it for everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just prefers to sort of, if he's, if he's, if he has actually got the weight of the character, maybe it's just like, Oh, it, it it's easier yeah. for him to, to stay in character or. Well, yeah, it's method acting, um, isn't it? So. Yeah. And also, yeah he's, he's proper method, isn't he? So. Yeah. Also, it means that, um, you don't have to spend three or four hours in the makeup chair every day. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It might be one of the factors, but I'd still rather do that than... Oh, do you know what? I really can't be bothered going to the makeup room this morning. I'm just <laughs> going to I'm just gonna lose 60 pounds. I'm going to force feed myself until I'm throwing up every day, yeah. yeah. The, the thing with um, The Machinist was that, it, again, obviously quite early on in his career, when he's a much younger lad, and I think it's obviously easier when you're in your 20s to be doing that than when it is when you're in your 40s. Oh, yeah, definitely, um, yeah. But he did say... Um, 
when he did the machinist but his, his diet was an apple and a glass of whiskey and a, and cigarettes every day for months on end and he was he was even richie you've seen it he's he's so it's insane. He's unrecognizable how skinny he is like if, you, if you type in on google christian bale the machinist you'll see you can see his rib cage and stuff it's horrible yeah and then his next film was batman begins after that yeah and massive he's never been any bigger in terms of how the hell exactly how the hell do you do that yeah yeah it's insane and not and then pull off the performances as well it's not just Mm, a it's not just a vanity thing where he's doing it for his ego or anything it's yeah he's backing up with amazing performances um yeah i mean his performances are his performance definitely was amazing in machinist and it, you know, it feels so bad. I almost wish I liked the film more. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best film, is it? I mean, that's, that's the kind of problem. It's, the it's least very, I can very strange. Like. <laughs> I just wish I did. It's a strange, so a strange film. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did, because I remember watching it and thinking, because I've, I've really, I've really, it's one of them when you watch it, you really want to like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I looked after, I thought, yeah, that was a bit weird. And then I saw, like, the director never really made anything again after that. And right. never heard of him anyway. So he's just one of those weird ones. But, um, yeah. I did like yeah. it, but I just wish I'd liked it more. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just a bit strange. It's very yeah. dark. Like, literally, mm. actually, physically dark. You can't really see a lot of what's going on at the time. It's just, yeah. One of those early noughties ones where we feel like they were playing around with some of the new kit and just didn't really know how to use it. And, mm. yeah. <laughs> Shame, really. It's kind of, all that effort is kind of wasted into. What's yeah, just yeah, a bit better than an average film. Yeah, but yeah, it's ridiculous when you look at the comparison photos from The Machinist and Batman Begins. Mm. It's like it's yeah. making us all look like chumps. Has anyone watched this? Reminds me of um, was it Joker? Joaquin Phoenix had lost a bit of weight. Oh, yeah. A bit. Yeah, quite a lot actually. Um, has anyone watched? You were never really here yet because I know it's on Netflix now. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, but you'll see in that um, that's kind of similar because for that film he, he bulked up. Um, certain actors do it, but what what annoys me? Is oh, yeah, it's the thing. When... It's the thing that everyone praises Christian Bale for, and then everyone just fucking chastises Jared Leto for. <laughs> well, well, that's what that was what I was going to say. And oh. but Woody made the Woody, Woody's point was right when he said. He does back it up with the performance. You can't just gain or lose weight, and mm. and and we have. There's an example. I can't. What's, there's an obvious example of this. I can't remember, but people, you know, throwing praise at the performance simply because, um, oh, they've they've lost a load of weight. You know, what a brilliant performance, um, and that annoys me because you've got to do a lot more than that. Anyone can gain weight. I'm not saying it's easy, but you know, if we if we had to do it for the paycheck that I'm sure these actors are being offered, I would I would do it. Yeah. Um but you have to back it up and Christian Bale does it every time and that's why he is one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and I agree well, with Jared Leto is a good performance. A good performer usually. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um yeah. the thing is the thing is he, he just I think he takes it too far. <laughs> he just acts like yeah. a complete a complete tool. Christ, anyone seen the trailer what, what for that? Are you talking about? Morbid. Sorry, say again. Which film are you talking about? Where where he Jared Leto? Oh well, uh, well actually, he gained weight for one where he played uh, John Lennon's killer in some film that nobody saw. Um, <laughs> but there was also, um, it, it, I mean, we're not just talking about weight at this point. He when when he did 
Blade Runner, wasn't there something about him walking around pretending to be blind because his character? Oh yeah, yeah. And um, uh, when he played, okay. and, when, and the, the one that people kind of bring up the most is when he played the Joker and just started sending people rats in the post. Yeah, re- went all method. But that's yeah, that's went all method. <laughs> that just sounds really uh, annoying and chocolato. Well, yeah, there's a good, there's a yeah, there's a line, isn't there? I think, and there's a, there's a massive difference between doing something like that and doing what a Gary Oldman or a, or a Bale would do, I think. Yeah. Mm. I think another thing that was quite interesting, because um, I think this performance did win Christian Bale Golden Globe. He didn't get anything else, but he was nominated for Oscar and a BAFTA. And um, he did say, cause he, his acceptance speech at the time was quite a famous one, wasn't it? Because he said he... Yeah, um, he thanked Satan. He thanked Satan, that was it, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, he said, yeah, you used the devil to get into a performance or something like that. Yeah. Um, I thought that was quite interesting at the time. Um, yeah, he said, thank, thank you, Satan, for helping me, what was it, in, inspiring me or something. Mm. I can't, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's one of, one of the montages where I think it's, all, it's near Jack, that point you were talking about the restaurant scene near he's building up towards that and um, he's just going through sort of one by one um these horrendous acts that he bring he's a part of like the, the torturing stuff and um mm. then it leads on to um tapping into people's phones and all this sort of stuff and, and it's just unbelievable isn't it you, you can't you can't comprehend it really that this man had all the power to oh. do that and acted as if it was, it was nothing to him and um mm. again shocking in terms of the content but delivered in a in an accessible way i'd say um really yeah. fine balance between not wanting to um take the piss out of or anything like that because obviously it's sensitive and it's a lot of people were affected by it um but at the same time like you're not you're not laughing out loud you just it's just an absurd situation, isn't it? Really, it's, I think that yeah. those elements were done really well. I think. Yeah, I, I thought I thought the scene in the um, emergency room, wherever it's called, where they all went in the immediate aftermath of you know nine eleven on the day that it happened, mm. Mm. Um, and they all go into that room where it's like right, figuring out what the reaction is, what we need to do, and um, the president isn't there, but. Dick Cheney is in there and um, yeah. and he's leading it without any hesitation and he, he says you know you have the authority to shoot down any plane that pro- poses a threat um, mm. and w- the woman says something I can't remember what she says but it's almost as it's almost like wait can you do that and he's like yes <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it, it says that yeah, presidential authority or something isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah well, asking yeah. twice like, are you sure I can do this yeah, yeah. The presidential authority. Yeah, yes, you can. Yeah, I don't and know. That was one of the really well narrated bits where he says that in the room where everyone's panicking, Dick Cheney and was he's the only one that saw an opportunity. Yeah, which is mental. He's, it's mental, isn't it? And he's the only one oh, speaking. Yeah. And, he, and he's the only one speaking to a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The fact that his wife, his wife's in there with him. I mean. I wonder how true mm, this, that is. I wonder. Yeah, yeah I, I was, I was thinking have, that. I, I, wonder I don't how, know whether she'd have been allowed in that room. Because the bodyguard seemed to be pretty 
he said, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. And then next thing she's there, next thing she's thinking, well, well. But that's, that's, that kind of, yeah. that's kind of one of the problems I have with films like this in general. I, 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 can't, I can't not take a lot of it with a grain of salt because we, we, we're watching this film, which is about this, this, the life of this guy that is being told about someone that has a direct motive to completely, uh, you know, crucify him. So it's really hard to, to kind of watch it and, and, and be like, Oh fuck, what a, what a ridiculous, horrible fucking thing that definitely happened. Cause I don't know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, You've got to weigh it up, haven't you? You've got to, it's got to sort of be about, I don't know. You, you have got to take it with a pinch of salt to an extent. But in the same respect, you've got to. <laughs> well, I think you've got to. You've got to do. You know, you've got to do your research before you. Yeah. Don't don't take take. Fucking... You don't take as gospel, do you? As yeah, as gospel. You, but whatever. Um. Mm. But yeah. That that was really interesting though, and I'd love to know how how true that was, and how, you know, whether he was, the one on that day making all the. I'm sure he wasn't calling all the shots but i'd love to know what his you know just how big his uh, influence was um because what i can't remember now where was why wasn't bush in that room was he at the pen no where bush was at, I mean, very famously bush was at um a school he was reading a book yeah yeah he was reading oh, a book yeah a classroom of kids uh, has anyone seen fahrenheit 11.9 no, Michael Moore. No. So it's a follow-up no. to Fahrenheit 9/11, um, or was it? Oh, it might have been Fahrenheit 9/11 actually, because I watched them both pretty similar at the time. Um, but they they have like the uninterrupted TV feed basically. So um, George Bush, George W. is in this uh, classroom. He's reading the books to the kids, and then one of his associates comes up to him, whispers in his ear. Yeah. I don't know what he says, um, but he just sort of said, "Oh, now uh, the." Twin Towers have gone down, let's see. And then he just, George W sort of takes a few seconds and he just lets down at the floor and then just carries on reading. Wow. <laughs> the, he, the way he handled it was really strange, but obviously at that time, you know, you, you can't imagine what's going through his mind. Can you? He just said, he just said to the, he just said to the security guy, oh, it's all right. I'll finish this story. And Dick, Dick can, Dick's on the case. Dick Sorry, I don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it to Dick. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, I've just done a quick, just a very quick search. It does look like Dick Cheney was the one calling the shots on that day. And it, um, yeah. he, he was in the, the White House bunker, actually. Yeah. Right. That's what it's called, the White House bunker. Mm. Right. He evidently had a lot of power, didn't he? The fact that all the emails were diverted to his office. Oh yeah, all that email stuff oh, yeah. was crazy. That was crazy yeah. as well. That was crazy. He, he, yeah, I mean, it didn't. He, he, he didn't put uh, Bush in a good light at all, did it? No. Really? No. It really didn't. Um, the, he was like the puppet master, and Bush was. Yeah, just that's, a that's all he was really, wasn't he? What he was a puppet. I think yeah. putting Bush in a good light is career suicide, to be honest. Well, with yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> that, but yeah, what was it? They. Um, the emails were being diverted so that they always saw them before Bush saw them. Yeah, you, you, you all should watch both Fahrenheit 9-11 and 11-9 if you're into this sort of thing because, yeah, the footage that we get of Bush during that 
and that's why I, I I've kind of um I'm not saying it's a realistic account, but yeah, he, he mm. let's say he's not the brightest uh, colour pencil in the box, shall we say? He's yeah, bit, <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a tool. Um, and it mm. and it's interesting, isn't it, how they can still use that. You know, any president mm. to this to this day can still use the uh, what was it uni something executive theory or whatever. Um, unitary unitary executive mm. theory. Yeah, yeah, and it was like um, any president can cite that and and therefore do whatever they do want. What they do what they want. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it's quite clear that brush uh, brush bush um wasn't the sharpest tool in the box, but they did, they did have a great, another great uh, montage where um, the lawyers like listing all the people where he, essentially where Cheney's putting all the, mm. all his cronies and how, oh, yeah, that again, was, yeah. visually yeah. just shows you, I mean, some people we never really met them or they didn't really say much, but I mean, it doesn't matter. We just explain who they are, what their role is and why they're there. But having that mm. visual guider and like, yeah. the, the red for the uh, mm. one party and the other and stuff. Brilliant! Again, quite an inventive mm. way to do it. Um, and how and how we got an how we got an office in all of the main <laughs> buildings? Like, yeah. um, about ten different offices. And any time, any time, one of Bush's in the CIA as well. In a circle was um, like planted on the on the thing. They just dismissed him as like, oh, he's a hat. Get rid. Get rid. Get rid. Mm. Um, so all of a sudden, all of Bush's close associates were gone. Everyone who's, you know, got a major role to play is, is being uh, yeah. told what to do by by Cheney. So, um, mm. it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy story. And like I said at the start, I have come away having learnt a fair bit, but I've got to obviously be cautious with that because we're not like like Richie just said. You know, I guess you've got to take some of it with a pinch of salt because we're not entirely sure how accurate a lot of it is, but I imagine. I, well, imagine I think they're good. I think they're good for, mm. for getting you, getting you interested in. Yeah. And, and thinking about yeah. it and, and, and looking into things more. Yeah. Cause to be fair, actually, I can, I can definitely see myself doing that now. And like Woody's just done, um, told us about that documentary, which I'm now really keen to watch actually and mm. learn a bit more. Um, and, and yeah. And, read up about these sorts of things because it is fascinating. I mean, how easily, well, whether it was easy, I don't know, but certainly the way this film presents it, yeah, um, yeah. It's, it is fascinating and I am genuinely interested. So in that sense, yeah, it's, it's definitely lit that flame for me and um, I, I definitely liked it more than you, Richie, by the sounds of it. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot of the points you make, and I can completely see what you mean by it. And uh, it's, would you be interested to, I mean, obviously not anytime soon, but do you think a rewatch would have any sort of um, impact in terms of your enjoyment? Or is this one that you're just going to put to bed now that you've seen it? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. I think it might be one that I'd just put to bed. Um, because, I mean, it, I, I, unless I unless the style just completely out of yeah. nowhere grows on me. Um, I don't, I don't, but is, did you I, ever rewatch the big short? No, I didn't. I, I was, I was wondering if that might actually might go down on a, re, on a rewatch now thinking about it. Really? Um, but I, I, I did, I did rewatch the big show. 
uh, I think some, I out. think more of the humor. Sorry to interrupt. I think more of the humor on that one worked for me than on this than on this. Yeah. One. Yes, I'd agree with that, and um, I I think I preferred the Big Short because what do you you prefer? You you also liked the Big Short, but I'm getting the mm. sense that you actually prefer Vice. Is that is that correct? Uh, yeah, I do prefer Vice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I did rewatch the Big Short not too long ago, actually, and for me, it didn't go down. If anything, it actually went up. I think I can't remember. Mm. Um, so that was interesting. Um, so it's just. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know whether whether my opinions on this would change, but um, yeah, it's it's quite heavy going. Whereas Big Short was a bit. Yes, there's a lot of jargon in Big Short, but it wasn't as dry for me. And also, I think, like I said, with this film, I think I did feel the length. With that one, I don't think I did. So, um, wasn't it Adam McKay that did all the Anchorman films? Yeah, yeah, yeah and mm. Step Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, so I enjoy those Tal- films. Talladega Nights, is it? Talladega Nights. I've not seen Talladega. Yeah, I was as so keen, keen on that one, really. But um, but yeah, no, some of the, some of my favourite movies. I, I enjoyed that as well. Oh, did you see I, Will I, Ferrell I, I, on I, the credits? It. Sorry, say again. Yeah, on the credits, Will Ferrell was like an exec producer. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it said Brad Pitt as well, but is that a different Brad Pitt? I don't know. No, yeah, but no, he, he was in a big shot, wasn't he? So, mm. oh, of course he was. Yeah, yeah. the link. Yeah, obviously, yeah. obviously Bale was as well, wasn't he? True. Yeah, yeah. And Carell. And Carell. Yeah. And Carell was. In I Anchorman. would like to. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see um, Christian Bale do some more comedic things. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think he has quite good comedy timing, to be honest. Because um, there's the scenes where he was having his heart attacks. But the, the way you just said, yeah. uh, um, I think we need to go to the hospital. I am yeah. having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to alarm anyone, but I need to go to the hospital right now, please. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I read that he had, um, it, it became the norm, didn't it? His heart was in that bad condition. Mm. It was like an everyday thing. Oh, right, we're going to have to re- reconvene later, guys. I need to go to hospital now. <laughs> <laughs> And it who, um, who jumped when? Uh... Beep, beep, beep. Spoiler incoming. Please skip ahead a few <laughs> seconds. Beep, beep, beep. Jesse Plemons. Me, me, oh, I did. Yeah. I did. I knew it was coming. The second time I still jumped. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> All of us did. It's like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's something I, I was going to come back to. Actually. Actually. Yeah. Really, uh, really shocking moment. Yeah, so I mentioned at the start that when the narration, because he's there at the very beginning, isn't he, narrating, and we, we see him uh, sat there watching, is it SpongeBob SquarePants with his kids or something? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't really sure uh, if it was necessary, because I know that there was something similar going on in the big short, but I don't really know if it did a lot for me. But when, when, it, when, he, when the crash happens and his heart is used to um, save the life of Dick Cheney. Um, I, th- I thought that that was, that paid off for me. And, and yeah, it was, it was again, just really, really cold and just really uh, sinister the way that, uh, what, what was the line? Um, oh, there was a line where it's that, it's that shot where Jesse Plemons is 
dead body is lying on the thing with markings out on his chest. Yeah, uh, it's when he's talking, when he's saying... Um, he never thanks... Oh, I can't no, he says that he he always refers to it as his new heart rather than yeah. someone <laughs> yeah. else's heart. Someone else's yeah. yeah, that's such a cold line. And yeah. um, I actually I actually didn't like that line at all. <laughs> oh, did you not? No, I thought yeah. that I thought that was really manipulative and and unfair thing to to put in the film and to put into that person that dead person's mouth. I wasn't really keen. Mm. I wasn't really keen on that at all. Okay, well, fair enough then. Judge, I, 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 I thought the hot. I thought it all paid off because I, I was going through it, and he kept coming up. I was thinking, who? And he, he said a line at some point, and he said, "I think it was the beginning, actually. We are related, but we'll come on to that later on." Yeah. And, yeah. and all the way through the film, mm. I'm like looking at him with his family, and I'm thinking, is he like you know, sort of like father-in-law or whatever? And then just trying to and and didn't click. And then as soon as as soon as he got knocked over, I said before the heart came up, I said, his heart is going into his, he's, he's having the heart transplant because... That heart it, is going it, into just, that chest. That heart is going into, yeah, it just, it just clicked. All, as, as, as soon as he got hit, I was like, I jumped and then I went, I bet he has a heart transplant. Yeah, because as soon as he gets hit, we see that shot of the heart speed up and yeah. you realise yeah, that he's... He's not going to die. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought. Yeah. I thought it worked. I did. But... I. I thought it worked. I thought it all paid off for him narrating. And obviously, we kept seeing him. Didn't didn't we? Like, sort of, he was in the army. He was. He, he, he was in the White House. I think at points. He was. He was all over the place. Mm. I thought, where does this guy come in? I, 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 it wasn't. It was. A, it, it was. But it was a good. A good sort of wriggle in the back of my mind. Thinking, where is he going to fit in? And then, yeah. As soon as mm. I just thought, oh, okay, well done, well played, that. <laughs> well played. Okay, are we uh, we wrapping up there on Vice, or have anyone got anything else uh, they want to bring yeah. up? I think I'm happy to wrap up. Yeah, I've not really got any outstanding points, I don't think. Okay, um, well, let's move on to our favourite scenes then for Vice. So what's everyone got? For me, it's, I think it's the, the dark comedy in the, in the restaurant scene. Um, I, I did find it very funny and well written and it's shocking when he's listing off all those horrible things that these guys were responsible for but it was it was a clever way of sort of demonstrating it and and also how easy it was how how easy it came to them you know here's this guy literally saying here do you want it yes we'll take it we'll take it all and that's the end of it and without a second thought um so yeah i'll say that okay cool uh has anyone else got one yeah, I. Well, I was going to say, but I probably think I think that probably is my favourite scene from Jack because I, I I mentioned it earlier, but I really like the build up before that as well with the montages of these horrendous bills that they're passing. <clears throat> but um, just to be a bit different, and another belter was the scene with uh, when Dick Cheney goes out to George W. Bush and um, initially reluctant to become his VP yeah he, again he senses an op- he senses the opportunity realises that this guy is just a, a pushover and talks him into all these different these aspects and like Jack said before the the visual um, storytelling alongside the um, the actual dialogue as well worked quite well for me um, 
the cutaway scenes. Um, Richie might have found them jarring, but uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, I really liked that. Say, so, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. And that one in particular wasn't wasn't a showdown to me. There was an issue. How much? Um, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, mm. but no, I love that scene. I thought it was both funny and it just showed how how um, powerful he was and how, how he could talk his way into or out of any situation. So, yeah, love that scene. Yeah, I was going to go for that one as well. Um, but I guess I'll... Actually, I think maybe I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with one that's more about his daughter because I did like that whole mm. aspect. So... Yeah, I think I'll, I, I, I love those elements. Yeah, elements. yeah. So I think I, maybe I'll go with um, that one where that kind of betrayal happens. Um, I liked that scene, so I'll mm. go with I'll go with that one. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with the. Um, I don't know if this is the same one you're talking about, Henry. Actually, but the one where they're eating outside. I don't think it is, is it? You're, you're, you're yeah, thinking of the one. You think of that one? Yeah, where they're having the brisket. Where the, the brisket, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I, I like that one. But I also like the one where he originally first goes to his office and he's sat, Bush is sat behind his desk. And oh, he's George, going, what, yeah, okay. He, yeah. I like both of them, really. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'll go with them. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. All right. Bill's um, <laughs> watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> I'm actually... Oh, well, yeah, that is from that actually, but I've actually yeah. been watching a Community in which something they they have oh, right, okay. a similar kind of thing. Only they don't do it <laughs> that many times. There's, is a uh, is Andy Samberg in that as well? Then no, no, no. It's a different no, no. different actor. Just says cool, okay. cool, cool, cool. That is a great. That is a, another great show, by the way. That um, mm, yeah, but it, I um, it keeps popping up on my Netflix. I don't know if anyone else is getting it, but yeah, really, really prominent. Um, stick I've with seen, it. I've seen something before. I've just never seen it the whole way through. Yeah, it, it's got. If you start kind of from the beginning, it's kind of good, and then it gets amazing a bit later okay. on, yeah. and then it, and then it gets shit. But anyway, um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, let's move on to our. Um, oh, and if it's two minutes it, left. If we're doing spoilers, then that was the end of spoiler talk. But yeah, <laughs> let's, let's quickly do um, do our ratings out of ten. I'll go with it. I will go eight and a half out of ten for me. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm. All right. Anyone else? I will. I'll race Peps to buy a half. Ooh. I'll go for a, a nine out of ten. Wow. Ooh. 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 Hey, very high. Very high from the, <laughs> from Pepster and Woody there. Uh, definitely not as high as that for me, but I think it is slightly better than middle of the road. So I'm going to give it a. 6.5 well, I don't want to say my rating <laughs> oh my is it like a 2 no no come on no no um, I, I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 10 though. Oh, okay yeah. just below middle of the road for me I'd say that's expected based on your your thoughts <laughs> yeah mm. um, but right cool it's now time to move on to um some other things that we've watched this week uh that we can recommend or maybe not recommend we'll see and mm-hmm. um, so who wants to kick us off with anything that they've watched recently go for it if you want the- um, yeah so yeah no I, I thought i'd mention this but i haven't happened because i remember watching it on sunday 
so and we're not recorded <laughs> since Sunday. I'm not going to lie, the days just merge into one at the moment. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> and the yeah, weeks we just merge into one. It's really bizarre. Um, but no, I watched yesterday the Beatles film where the guy has an accident and then wakes up and everybody forgets about the Beatles. Um, yeah. And Jack, I think you've seen it, haven't you? I have seen it, yeah. Has anybody else seen it? No, I, I I had zero interest no. to be honest. Yeah, no, I it really it, didn't appeal to me. No. no, we it was on Sky Movies the other night. You know when it comes up on the main page, and we just thought, okay, we'll stick it on. Um, and it was, I think, I probably in agreement with Jack. I think reading your review, it was just sort of like a middle of the road for you, was it not? Well, I didn't actually write a review. I just gave oh, it a rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard. I, I, I never give. Hey, I, I never usually give reviews. It's you actually, actually that I, I very rarely see reviews from you. Oh well, I don't know about that. I give reviews. Yeah, I was worse for reviews. Um, At least I'm no, logging I, things, Jack. At least there's yeah. activity on my account. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You've got me there. Uh, but yeah, I, no, I gave, I gave yesterday two and a half, so I wasn't really a big fan either. But what, what yeah, did you no, think? No, I, 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 I agree. Really, um, I think I'd probably give it maybe two two and a half um, I think we talked about it I think it was coming out when Rocket Man was out and maybe Bohemian Raps was it Rocket Man Rocket Man was coming yeah. out was yeah. out mm-hmm. um, and I didn't want to go I didn't really watch it in the cinema um, and it was just because yeah, there, there, yeah, there was Rocket Man yesterday there was this Bruce yeah. Springsteen one that was that was being advertised as well and there was a yeah. Judy Garland one. blinded by the light mm, it's like Christ yeah. yeah they had a phase didn't they there's a bit of a saturation, isn't there? Yeah, Very much so. And yeah. I, did, I, I didn't hate it, um, and I think the music sort of keeps it going. Um, That's my problem with these films. Yeah. They rely on yeah. The, yeah. Oh yeah, it's so so reliant on the music. Um, I mean, that's the whole con- that's the whole basis, isn't it? If the music wasn't there, there'd be no film. Um, it's Danny, Danny Boyle as well, isn't it? it Danny Boyle, yeah. Very and The guy, man. it's not Dead Patel, mm. but it's another Patel. Himesh Patel. Must be related. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I can't get. I th- and I knew it wasn't Dev Patel, but he, he looks really. He, he looks very similar to Dev Patel, and yeah, I knew it was Danny Patel. Boyle. It, well, it wasn't a Teeth Patel. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I, it didn't thrill me in any way. But it, you know, it wasn't the world's worst film. It was just a bit of a stretch, really, and like yeah. like Richie says, it, it relies. You know, if I wanted to listen to the Beatles, you'd just put on the Beatles. You don't need a film to go with it. No, you don't. Um, you don't. What so, yeah. so thin. Yeah, yeah, it literally is. He gets yeah. hit by a bus, and he wakes up, and he's the only one in the world who knows who the Beatles are. And, um, and he's like a failing musician up to that point, so he takes the Beatles songs and... Over 90 minutes. Claims them um, his own. But his doesn't his it show thing. in the trailer that the Beatles actually show up? And the Beatles don't show up. Um, someone playing John Lennon shows up at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I was okay. very um, unsure about that. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I'm not sure that happens. Mm. No. <laughs> no, I... I yeah, it, it lost... It definitely lost its... I mean, it wasn't a great film, but it definitely lost its way at the end, I thought. Um, the most. Is that at the end? And they put it in the trailer? That's pretty much at the end, isn't it, Jack, really? Yeah, and then there's yeah. that big apology. Fucking that bastards. Big... they got no shame. <laughs> There's that big confession he's, he does on stage at Wembley. Yeah, yeah, it's like just before the the end. Yeah, and her face, her face. This girl, this uh, 
he's sort of in the friend zone with this girl who was his manager. Um, is she the girl from Baby Driver? Yeah, yeah, Lily James. Yeah. yeah. And her and she's backstage and her face comes up on the big screen. It's very cheesy. Um, yeah. How was Ed Sheeran's yeah. performance? Awful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised by in, that. He keeps getting little cameos. What was it? Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, yeah. My Game of Thrones. Oh my god, did he? It was. I'm not. I'm not sure which was worse, but Good. he was in. He was. He was in this more than he was in Game of Thrones. But he is so bad, and I don't like him anyway, really. But um, he cannot act, so he must have a good agent. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was a pretty average film. What do you, do you want? Do you want to rant about a similar film? Yeah, um, it was one that's just been mentioned there. Um, Blinded by the Light um, again came out at a time where there was just a spate of these very very poor to average kind of things and, <laughs> and I think this is the worst one of them that I've seen by, it was by only last year wasn't it it was only last year yeah but um, yeah. I've, I, if you remember me, me and Pepster I don't know about you Jack I don't, you weren't on the episode I don't think but we quite like Rocket Man Mm. I wasn't there. Yeah. I, you weren't there, but no. Uh, Blinded by the Light is a complete waste of time. Uh, it was one of the most dull and uninspiring things that I've ever watched. It was two hours of Bruce Springsteen songs, uh, uh, similar things to what you're saying there, where the music is all that it's got going for it. Um, and I said on Letterboxd, and I teased it a bit at the start of this uh, bias review. Some things that are based on true stories just should not be made. And Blinded mm. by the Light is the best example of it because all it is about is a teenager who likes Bruce Springsteen songs. That's <laughs> it. It's two hours long. It's two hours long. And I remember being, it felt, it was like a proper slog. I looked at the time and there's still another hour to go. And I thought, oh my God, I thought that was 90 minutes and I've still got another hour. It, it was really difficult. It, it, was, it was really bad. And is there anyone, is it, who's is it, in it? Who's in it? Anyone? Moments, not, not that I... Um, Rob Brydon is the best thing in it. He's oh, right. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you who's in it. Um, I'll tell you who's in it. The Stevie Van Dean Charles Chapman. No, the, the guy. All right. The chubby one from 1917. Do you yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. The, the, oh, uh, the, the bigger lad. The po- no, 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 the Cockney one. Who was doing the, the oh, Cockney? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the posh one was George McKay. Um, yeah, so he, he was in it, and yeah, I think he is actually a little bit of a geezer because um, he was basically the same kind of. You know, you know, what he's like in nineteen seventeen, but he, he had a bit of crossover with being serious. Yeah, being yeah. A bit of a, Bit of a boy, well, he's a bit of a boy in this, so I think it, mm. he is um, a bit of a London type person. But he was in it. Uh, Rob Brydon was like his that. dad. Hmm? Sorry, no, I was just saying he's definitely not like that in Game of Thrones. But, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he was in yeah. that as well. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yes, yeah, so Rob Brydon was his. Da- Rob Brydon was his dad, mm. uh, and obviously, Rob Brydon was the best thing in it by a long way. <laughs> um, I, the main uh, teenager is a journalist. I can't remember what his name is, and I think it's Safraz, Safraz, Safraz Manzur, apparently. Um, I think he writes for Telegraph or something. I, I've never heard of him. Right. Um, and basically, he's living in um, 
uh, Thatcher's Britain during the late 80s and um, struggling to blend in at school, Pakistani family. Um, yeah. And he finds he finds some solace in Bruce Springsteen's music, basically. That's original. Um, and that's your lot. Um, <laughs> he has, a, he has a, a teacher who kind of pushes him along the way and gets him into writing and expressing his emotions by writing poems and stuff like that. Dead Poet um, Society. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that's pretty much it, lads. The, the best bit, there's some really good sort of family dynamic things where... Um, because it's in a time of austerity, the parents are losing their jobs and stuff, and he's got to work with. Uh, he, he gets a job on Rob Brydon's, uh like market type thing, selling clothes, and uh, yeah, they're the best bits. A bit of a family drama, but it's just interspersed with random musical outbursts of Bruce Springsteen songs. He's like walking down, head down on the uh, on the pavement, and he puts his Walkman on and. And these other lyrics are getting blasted out onto someone's house in a really weird they're, they're oh, trying to, I think they're trying to do it a bit differently to oh. you know your Rocket Man and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was he singing them or, or was it just the, the... yeah he was doing it really really weird so he had his Walkman in with his headphones in and Bruce was playing in full but he was singing along but he was like sort of half singing so he was, he was really quiet but he was he was singing along like this. And he, 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 did, he, he oh, couldn't say it. He had a terrible voice. That horrendous. <laughs> Sounds like a real slog. It was a slog, mate. Oh, I, yeah. I really didn't enjoy it whatsoever. And yeah, it's right. just one of them. That, uh, it's a thin plot again. A thin mm. plot again. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, spent, I think I spent more time looking at my tapped out than I did. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> <should> have, <laughs> Well, far more important matters. Yeah, very, very important. Yeah, very serious matter. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel what you're saying, Empep, about some of them, we're just, we're just not needed. We're just yeah. not needed. You come away and you learn nothing, really. Mm. And you just think, well, what a waste of time. What a waste yeah. of time. You so know, and, and the Beatles, I'm sure they would have valued something a lot oh, more. I you, bet you, they would. Yeah. Go away to the bank. Yeah, but yeah, but I, yeah, I suppose. But you'd have thought that they. I mean, I I was thinking about it during the film. And I thought I better, you know, I better watching this thinking, oh, okay, right. <laughs> this, is, this is what we've got. This is what we've ended up with. Okay. <laughs> it was that an impression of Joe Paul or Rico? <laughs> yeah, Paul. Uh, yeah. No, I tell you what else I've been watching though. And I think, I don't know who mentioned it last week, but Tiger King. Yeah. Murder, Mayhem, Ooh, and Mavis. I still not started it. Oh, Henry, you need to. I know, I know. I, I started, no, I started watching it just before, I started watching it yesterday afternoon. I watched a couple before we, we jumped on the Zoom. And then I ended up watching two more and we jumped off it's, it. It's just unbelievable, uh, isn't it? The whole thing is just mad. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't like know why... It? You're yeah. Oh, yeah. Woody, you're exotic, actually. Without, <laughs> without the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that. Yeah. I think that. Maybe subconsciously, I've been inspired. And then you'll be too exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just call Carol Baskin a bitch for us, please? <laughs> Carol Baskin's a bitch. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uncanny. Uncanny. Yeah. Well, no, no. I I don't know why. I just I've been kept seeing it on Netflix. 
and I just never was, I didn't feel like I was in the mood for it and I didn't think I'd really enjoy it. Uh, and, and it just came, this afternoon I was doing nothing and I, a couple of hours before the, the Zoom and I thought, I'll stick it on and see what it's like. Flipping egg, it's a lot more in depth and a lot more, a lot more to yeah. it than I mm. thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be about him. But all the web of everything that I'm on to episode yeah. four now, I think. Yeah, it's pretty there's a whole, crazy. There's a whole, there's a whole strand of tangents and all sorts. Um, but considering how many characters there are and how many talking heads they get, yeah, I think, I think they do quite a good job of um, sort of tying it all together. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, main, the, main, the main takeaway is just how... They're, they're like caricatures, aren't they? You couldn't actually mm. write a more... Uh, extreme strange redneck bunch of characters oh god yeah. no. um, oh, i mean it's I, just i really want to watch it now then because oh I you need to have it did you richie did you watch the they put an additional like episode where it's like some guy interviewing um it wasn't it joel some... McHale, which is actually yeah 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 the main guy in community <laughs> so oh, is it yeah um, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that um, because I just saw that people were kind of complaining about it and saying that that wasn't very good. So I didn't. I didn't yeah, watch. it. Yeah, it was. It wasn't really. Didn't add a lot to be it, honest. It seemed pretty unnecessary, so I wasn't that bothered about watching it. Yeah, I wouldn't. You're not missing much, really. No. Webster, here's, here's mm. a question for you. Because um, oh. it's another one I've seen advertised. I really want to start and, and want to watch. Um, it's on ITV. It's called Quiz. And it's oh, like, yeah, I've it. seen it. Tarrant. Yeah, the Michael Sheen yeah. is Chris Tarrant. Yeah, no, have you seen it? Have you I've seen it? Yeah. There's, what was that? What was that like? Was that was good? It good? There's, a, there's only three uh, episodes. Yeah, there's three yeah. episodes. It was it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of last week, and I, I really week, enjoyed man. that. I don't I don't know about you, Jack. I I, I thought that was I did yeah, enjoy it. it. I thought the beginning. I thought the last episode was a little bit. I thought it mm. it, it was it started off better than it finished. Um. His interpretation the, the, of Chris Talent, though, was yeah, really good. Yeah, well, they're, doing, they're, they're doing their fucking marketing jobs at um, Facebook because every other post I see is about yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't I, know I about actually, the story. Sorry, did you not? Really? No, really? Massive. That's insane. Yeah, but it was yeah, but it was like 2003 or something, and I was only like nine or something. I don't, I don't remember it. I guess, uh, yeah, I remember it being a really famous it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is worth but, watching, though, Henry. Yeah, it's worth okay. watching. Well, that's good to hear because I, I really wanted to um, really wanted to give it a go because I, I really like Michael Sheen and um, yeah, yeah. another really crazy story, isn't it? I'll give it a go as well. Crashing those pits. Yeah, I'll give it a go as well then, because because um, I'd actually seen something where someone was complaining that there wasn't really enough to it to 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 make an entertaining yeah. show. So um, I mean, I personally, I I I enjoyed it. I can yeah. t- I can see where it may not be everybody's cup of tea. Um, yeah, I wasn't. Per- Go on, Jack. What do you reckon? No, I enjoyed it to a certain extent. More, more, more about learning about the story, and, and I've yeah. since gone away and watched watched the actual right. footage and stuff. And um, and it was it never actually it never actually got broadcast, did it? The actual thing never uh, actually got broadcasted. Really? You can definitely. Yeah, you can def- I've definitely seen it on YouTube since though. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. So it only it only got broadcast after it all came out. Right. Yeah, I think they did a documentary on it, didn't they? I think it, it was uncovered. And, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There's a, there's a documentary which. Oh, I remember watching it, but it didn't actually happen. It didn't. We didn't put it out straight away. Mm. 
there is a documentary which I'd be interested to, but the documentary was made quite soon after the events, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the documentary is quite old now, but um, I'd be interested to watch that. But I didn't think, mm. I mean, yes, Michael Sheen was good and it was interesting, but I wasn't sort of massively into it. It wasn't the most well-written mm. show in the world. Right. No. Well, okay. no, it's worth a watch. Well, definitely. If it's still, if it's worth watching, then I'll, I'll give it a go. It's only, it's yeah. only three episodes. Three episodes, yeah, exactly. 40, forty-five minutes each. Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right then. Has anyone got any other anything else? I rewatched Midnight um, Run, and that's an amazing film. That's on Netflix as well. So. Oh, that I out. saw that review. Yeah. I've got a few. Fi- I've got a few that. things I can talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the first thing is I've finished with John Wick trilogy. Mm. And surprisingly, the third one was better than the second. Yeah, I've heard. Was, I've heard that. Yeah, but um, it, it was it was enjoyable. It was again. It's one of them where you, you're watching it, but you can you just got to get involved in the world, really, because it's just crazy and it's it's ridiculous. And um, the best bit was when John John Wick rode a horse through New York City. <laughs> I've heard so much but, about that. By <laughs> far the best bit. Yeah, uh, I have no, heard no, actually that. Sorry. No, go on. No, I was just going to say, I have actually heard from other sources that uh, that the third one is better than the second. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we, we introduce some new characters who actually uh, really move the story on and actually think um, bring a lot more to the table. Hall- Halle Berry um, is a new character. She, she's brilliant. All right. Really, really good. Um, and as always, as I said last week, the choreography is obviously the standout bit. Um, yeah. But it it really improved on what because the second one was a bit of a struggle i'm not gonna lie it was easily the worst one of a lot mm. and it was a bit it's a bit of a slog really because it was just no story in all action whereas with this one we brought a bit more story in and i found it a bit more engaging okay um, but i was then and i thought right nice good trilogy um good good to watch if you're into your action you're gonna you're gonna enjoy them and then i looked around and we're making a fourth one <laughs> and it's due to come oh. out next year and right. now I just think that I mean it, it leaves it open to a fourth that's all I'll say at the end but I kind of think you know, I don't really know what more they can do with this well I think with the amount of like <laughs> to be honest I think with the amount of memes and, and like absolute love there was for Keanu Reeves last year <laughs> I think they had no choice but to do another one didn't they <laughs> Yeah. absolute money maker it is a money maker oh, it, it absolutely takes it all home at the box office it's ridiculous the figures but um, mm. yeah, it's a shame really because if we, if we could left it on that you know, I thought well okay yeah that's a decent enough trilogy there but yeah. very disappointing very yeah that's a shame um, but I just think as well just one more thing I'd like to mention firstly uh Better Call Saul has taken over my life. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, Yeah. exactly. Um, I've been watching it with her indoors, who's never seen it before. And um, I, I feel like I, I don't want to keep repeating myself every week, but yeah. I'm, into, I'm midway through season three now, and now it's a case of um, episodes of, like being watched like back-to-back-to-back kind of time, where it's, it really feels like it's, it's in its own um, Breaking Bad style even though it's its own thing at the same time. Yeah. And um, the, the character development in the first in the first season builds it up nicely to where we are now. And um, 
yeah, it's just I'm just plowing through it now. I'm really, really, really enjoying it. It's, it's just amazing. So hopefully I'll I'll be done pretty soon. Nice. I can't, wait, I can't wait for you to get on the the new ones. Can't wait for that. Well, exactly, and then we can have a proper chat yeah. about it as well because I've been yeah. dying to. There's I know you fucking, have as well. Oh yeah, definitely. There's been some fucking great episodes this season. Um, I'm watching it every week pretty much as soon as the next episode comes on. I think you had the right idea though because um, you can just kind of watch them all back to back now. Exactly, yeah. And it's been it's been quite nice for me because I've been saying been saying to uh, her and Dawes saying, look, come on, just it'll get better, it'll get better, just stay with it. Um, and he's like, one of them, mate, we just watch one and then put something else on because it, it is slow at the start. It really yeah. is. Uh, but now it's like, right, come on, let's watch a few here which is good I'm really pleased so yeah I'll keep going with that um, and then I've got to mention this lads for one thing that I've watched again um, another another first time watch for uh, her indoors Master of None oh. <laughs> wow it just gets just gets better that's the third time I've watched it now and all the way through all the way through it's it's one of the best. It's one of the best. Okay. It's oh, it and really it, is. Talk, talking about you know, John Wick and doing we're doing four and we're doing it to death. I want more of Master of None. Two is not enough. Hmm. There's there's so much potential for him to to make another one. That um, second series. I... Oh, the I second was... one is so much better. Like he, he just really steps it up and oh, it's incredible. Yeah, incredible. I was. I think we were all naturally a little bit. Uh, like oh, like a new series. I hope it's still as good. But for yeah. me, it was such. I think it's the better series. Yeah, um, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, what a show, it was yeah. one where, because uh, um, we were looking for something to watch, and we'd done, as I said, we'd done all the Brooklyn Nine Nine, all caught up, um, wanted a comedy to really sink our teeth into. Um, tried Parks and Rec on Amazon, and it's good, but. It's really slow to start. It's yeah, better. Of, yeah, yeah. So we started from season two because yeah. apparently the first one is just a bit of a, bit of a waste of time. Um, I still like the first series, but it, it, it does get better, definitely. Yeah, um, I was thinking, I'm not really sure about this, to be honest. What I would um, say, though, to you is that it's a similar style, but in my opinion, people would disagree, but in my opinion, it's not as good as the US Office. So, yeah, US Office is another one that I really want to watch it, but. She doesn't. Oh. Not happening. Is know. it because she is it because she loves the UK one too much? Yeah, I think there is a bit of that. Yeah, they're just but not again, comparable. Don't don't think about them being similar. Yeah, you've got well, to put again, that on your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that one, and also start on season, season two. two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's a shame the first series. Just, just copying. Yeah. Just it's copying. All, it, it's pretty bad. <laughs> never gonna work, is it? Never no. gonna work. No, but, they, they, um, they find their footing. It, it gets so yeah. good. Yeah, so we're sort of dabbling a bit with Parks and Rec, and then it, I just thought, look, Master Non just popped up randomly. I thought, well, why don't we just give this a go? You never watched it, and um, again, bit of a bit of a slow start, bit of a bit of a bit, it, bit of an start. iffy start, isn't it? It's mm, like, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. I'm not, it's I'm weird. not sure how I feel about this <laughs> at the start. Yeah. Does, it start it, does it start with that like slow thing where? Yes, um, that's the first the first date, or yeah, yeah, yeah the shop. Yeah. Starts yeah. with him breaking a condom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. a bit of a nervy start. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but then it just again something just clicks, and it's one of them where you can you can watch from back to back really easily. And 
just amazing. Unbelievable. Um, really, really loved it. And like I said, third time round. And um, it's just such a shame that there's never been a third season. I know yeah. he, he, he did do his own, as he's on Sorry, did like his own stand-up Netflix special. I think, but the second one, it, but the second one, if I remember rightly, it did end, you know, it, it, it wasn't like definitely open to more. It was quite a... Well, I, no, I, I think you might need to rewatch it then, Jack, because it is definitely open to more. Okay, yeah. It's, def- it's definitely open to more. Remember when I remember when it came out, he said that for the time being he had no plans to make any more. Yeah, mm. it's it's just it's um it's that perfect balance between wanting more, but also being like a satisfying ending as well. Yeah, um, and if it comes back, I'll love it. But even if it doesn't, if it could be like the UK office where you can you just got two belting seasons and you can just watch them whenever you want at your discretion, and you know it's going to be. Brilliant, yeah. Which, which is good, a, a good thing to have, I think. Um, especially because there's so much like comedy and stuff out there, isn't there? And um, if you're just not into something, you just you fuck it off and you put another one on after a few episodes. Mm. Talk, talking of talking of second seasons of stuff, uh, I can't remember if we've spoken of interesting seconds. Uh, if, if, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bit of a stretch that wasn't it. <laughs> um, has anyone seen Afterlife? You know, Ricky Gervais thing. Yeah, when's that yes. going on? Um, Next week. Well, I've not, I've not even seen season one. But have you guys? Oh, get, seen on, it? get on that then. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. All right. Yes. I, I've seen the first series. I was not as into it as Woody. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. I, I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I liked it better yeah, than I've... Derek. Uh, yeah, I liked Derek as well, though. So. Oh, did you? No, I didn't. I've like not it. seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I've not seen it in years, though. But yeah, I like. Yeah, Derek. I've seen. I've seen loads of positive feedback from for Afterlife on Twitter and stuff. I, I thought it was alright. Right, okay. Cause, I, I, cause... I think it should have just been one season, though. It doesn't don't need a second. Yeah, yeah I think I, gonna... I think I feel similar. I think it's out. Is it out now or is it soon? Because it it kind of feels like he kind of completed his arc. Well, yeah, it felt like it. It felt like he only made it for one anyway. But yeah. it was really popular, so we just brought another one in. Yeah. So, so Quacky, I get on it if I were you because it is good. I liked it. Is it a bit different as well to what he's done before? Yeah, very different. Very different. Yeah. Different tone. Different. This yeah. is, it's sad, but it's also funny as, as well. Yeah, I will do. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, has anyone got any other things they want to bring up? Um, Not from yeah, my end. I can... <laughs> You've always got more, Woody. You've all, you always around. got more, boys. I've always got more. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. All right then. Well, I guess we'll just leave it uh, there for that one, um, and say that you can email us at filmnightatyahoo.co.uk if you want. Please follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher that you found us on. Other than that, unless anybody's got anything else they'd like to say. Nope. All right. (laughs) Stay safe. Stay safe, kids. Stay safe as usual. Then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For a small be in America. Okay. Buying and
credit is so nice. One look at us and they charge twice. I have my own washing machine. What will you have though to keep clean? Skyscrapers blooming amazing.